Hey, 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 it's me, the Kentucky Guy. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to answer some questions that I received about what happens next with President Donald Trump indictment. Yeah, what a mess Joe Biden and his DOJ has caused us right now. But guess what? It's not going to work, JoJo. Not going to work. He is going to win the 2024 election. I can promise you that. But once again, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. and welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I am your host, the truth navigator, the source of truth, the light in the window, the Kentucky guy. And we are back from hiatus. Yes, I did take a week off, had some stuff to take care of, but I'm happy to be back. If this is your first time listening to the show, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, no matter which platform you're listening to us from. We are on a total of 73 different audio platforms, including Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and the list goes on. Also, for you wrestling fans and sports fans, I do co-host Against the Mat, a wrestling podcast with Donnie Cage. We drop two episodes there every single week on Tuesdays and Saturdays. We talk about pro wrestling, past, present, and future. On this program here, if you'd ever like to be a guest, uh, we do talk a lot of politics. We talk a lot of current news. However, I have had many different guests on, including mediums, authors, you name it. They've been on this show pretty much, entrepreneurs, and so forth. If you'd ever like to be a guest or have any questions for me, by the way, to our existing audience, uh, the fans that wrote in, wondering what happened to the show last week, thank you for your concern. Everything is fine. Just uh, needed to take a break. But yes, uh, we you can email me at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That's olkentucky spelled out, 99 at yahoo.com. And hey, we are growing, folks. We continue by leaps and bounds to grow this show, and I, I am so thankful. And I know a lot of people would be like, well, you're growing. Why would you take a break? Well, to be honest with you, a lot of stuff going on, needed a little bit of personal peace of mind, so I decided to take a break from the show. Just a week, just a week. So, hey, I even did shows when I was in uh, uh, Panama City, Florida, so <laughs> on real vacation, so give me a little break. But today's show, I wanted to talk about what's next, what's going to happen next with our favorite president, Donald Trump, because of these classified government records. So, without saying any more, let's get into today's show. Hey, 
All right, so now, first of all, in our description below is a link to all of our social media, including the website and merch shop. So check that out when you get a chance. But what is next in the Trump document cases? So former President Donald Trump has been indicted for illegally retaining classified government records at his Florida state after leaving the White House in 2021. The obstruction of justice. Here is what me and my team have put together to expect so you kind of won't be left in the dark as this proceeds. What happens next? So Trump on Thursday, last Thursday, proclaimed his innocence is scheduled to make his first appearance in federal court on Tuesday, which did happen. On Friday, U.S. prosecutors unsealed an indictment against Trump that accused him of, of risking some of the country's most sensitive security secrets with his handling of unclassified documents. The indictment charged Trump with 37 counts. A former aide, Walt Nuda, faces charges in the case as well. Soon after Trump appears in court, prosecutors will begin handing over evidence to Trump's lawyers. That could include years of correspondence between Trump's lawyers the U.S. National Archives and Records Administration, and federal prosecutors as they haggle over the document. At some point, Trump's lawyers are expected to file a motion to dismiss the case for a variety of reasons. That hasn't happened yet, but it will. Including his claim that he declassified the documents before taking them, which is the president's choice, not vice president, but the president's choice, and we've went over that in the past, on previous episodes, they are also likely to argue that the case should be tossed for what they allege was misconduct by prosecutors, including alleged violations of legal doctrine that permits people to keep communications with their lawyers private. Motions to dismiss in criminal cases are standard but rarely succeed because defendants face a high burden convincing a judge that their case it's too flawed to even go before a jury. Prosecutors are also entitled to the benefit of the doubt on their on their uh, factual allegations at that stage. But, 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 this case is a little different than most criminal cases. And you know, I am so glad that I don't delete episodes off this podcast. If you go back last year, I actually said that Trump was going to get indicted. And probably get arrested. I said that was going to happen. I said nothing will come out of it. But it's going to happen. And here we are. <gasps> oh no, Kentucky guy. The theory. I don't know. I don't know. Conspiracy theorist. Yeah, no. Funny how all my conspiracy theories are true now. Kind of odd. Well, almost all. Right? We haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen Devolution play out yet. And I... I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, so what impact will this case have on the Trump campaign? You know, he's running for 2024 president. The charges include violations of Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, making false statements to investigators, and conspiracy, according to ABC. None of this would automatically prevent Trump from campaigning or taking office if he is convicted. 
It is unclear the impact the case will have on Trump's standing with voters. Well, not really, because he just took another lead in the polls. Yeah. Trump's numbers rose after he was indicted in a separate case in New York in April, and he is the frontrunner for the Republican nomination. He has used the cases and investigations he faced as fundraising tools, telling supporters that he's under attack and he needs their help. Trump's campaign said in April that donations surged after he was indicted in New York. So will this case go to trial? Any potential trial could be so many months away. Trump, who has denied any wrongdoing, calls for the case, calls the case a political motivated witch hunt, has a right to face trial within 100 days. Rarely happens in complex cases like this. The parties will likely do agree to extend the deadlines as they pour over evidence and argue legal disputes before a judge. So will Trump testify on his own behalf? Well, that would be up to him. Criminal defendants, they're not required to testify and rarely do because subjecting themselves to cross-examinations by prosecutors is risky. Trump did not testify at a recent civil trial over sex abuse and defamation claims brought against him by writer E. Jean Carroll. A jury found Trump liable in the case in May. So what happens to this case if Trump actually wins the 2024 election? It's unlikely that the prosecution will proceed if Trump wins the 2024 election. The U.S. Department of Justice is part of the executive branch and presidents are the top federal law enforcement officer in the country. Federal prosecutors generally serve at the president's pleasure. The Justice Department has a decade-old policy that a sitting president cannot be prosecuted. The department can deviate from policy in extraordinary circumstances with the approval of the U.S. Attorney General, the country's top law enforcement official. A lame duck Attorney General serving under President Joe Biden, in this case, Merrick Garland, could ignore that policy and forego ahead, forge ahead, but Trump, as president, could fire him and hire an acting placement of his choice before naming a permanent successor subject to U.S. Senate confirmation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was some of the questions that I've seen out there that I wanted to touch on. I wanted to touch on. So let's get in. Let's get into some headlines and get everybody up to date. First of all, I don't think anything's going to come out of this trial, guys. I really don't. I think this is just uh, they're trying to hurt his chances at becoming the winner in 2024 or coming back to the White House. And uh, yeah, it's not going to work. The House returned to work this week, but. Did the revulsion, the revolt, continue? So the House returned to work Monday after an incident against, after indictment against former President Donald Trump with all eyes on conservatives who created a stalemate by revolting against Speaker Kevin McCarthy. A group of 11 conservatives last week refused to advance litigation to the floor in protest of the debt limit deal McCarthy struck with President Joe Biden. With Republicans holding a slim advantage, in the House, 
the rebellion meant that business came to a standstill. Those conservatives, when leaving the Capitol last week, said they were not concerned about the duration of the deadlock. Quote, I'm in no hurry, uh, said Representative Lauren Bobrett, the Hill reported. After the House and Senate broke for the weekend, Trump announced Thursday on Truth Social he had been indicted by the Department of Justice as a part of its investigation into the handling of classified documents. The DOJ unsealed a 37-count indictment against Trump last Friday. Trump, the lead uh, contender to head the GOP's 2024 national ticket, is scheduled to appear in court in Miami on Tuesday afternoon. He did, by the way. He then will deliver remarks at his club in Bedminster, New Jersey, that evening. The Senate also returns Monday and is slated to vote on nominations. House and Senate uh, committees this week are scheduled to hold hearings. The Hill reported that Trump's GOP House allies are defending the former president and Senate Republican leaders will be pressed to comment on the indictment. Senator GOP leadership, Senator Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and John Thorne and Senator John Cran has not commented on Trump's indictment. They previously indicated that they don't want Trump to be the party's 2024 nominee. House leaders, however, was first to jump up and defend Trump. Quote, many officials from Secretary Hillary Clinton to then-Senator Joe Biden handled classified info after their time in office and were never charged. Now Biden's leading political opponent is indicted a double standard that must be investigated. Jim Gordon said for the House of Republicans will get answered. McCarthy actually tweeted that on Friday. Uh, Merrick Garland, the American people elect us to conduct oversight of you. We will fulfill that obligation. Yeah, they need to. They really do. This guy is corrupt. Uh, I've said it for a long time now. He is, uh, I, I don't know. You know, you wonder, how do these people, how, how do these people get in office? How does this happen? I mean, how, how I don't know. This guy has, oh, he has done so many things wrong that it's just no, no way. No way. Here's the next, another headline. Ted Cruz, enormous damage to the rule of law. Senator Ted Cruz said Thursday night, the indictment of former President Donald Trump will do enormous damage to the rule of law. Cruz, who was Trump's main rival, for the 2016 Republican presidential nomination, responded following news in which Trump said his attorneys were notified by the Department of Justice that he was indicted on charges involving uh, handling of classified documents. Trump said he is set to appear in federal court on Tuesday, which already happened. Indicting Donald Trump is the culmination of what Merrick Garland had been pushing for since he became Attorney General. Cruz tweeted, the weaponization of our Department of Justice against enemies of the Biden administration will do enormous damage to the rule of law and have a lasting, a lasting impact. And that's true. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So be careful what you wish for, Jojo, because you are not unscathed in this. By the way, I love how Donald Trump brought up Hunter Biden. 
once again, do not let that down. Do not let that, do not get quiet on that subject. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, people need to keep talking about it. And more and more stuff needs to come out because there's a fire there waiting to explode. Now, next headline, why are U.S. military trainers on the ground in Taiwan? Self-propelled artillery vehicles firing during the combined joint little uh, live fire exercise as part of the U.S.-Philippines Baclasian exercise and rising tensions with China and San Miguel Zamanis, the Philippines, on April 28th. As tensions mount between China and Taiwan, the mid fears is that Beijing could look to make its long-threatened assault on the independent island nation at any time during the next several years. U.S. military trainers are already on the ground helping prepare Taiwan's military for what may await. Mostly overshadowed by the Russian buildup around and then invasion of Ukraine, U.S. Special Operation Forces have been on the ground in Taiwan for a couple years, quietly helping to train Taiwanese troops on how to repel a forced landing attempt by China's military. Okay, I like that a lot. I do, I do, I do. All right, so here, let's hear, uh, let's hear some more good news. Tucker Carlson's Twitter show garners nearly 80 million views. So Tucker Carlson's new Twitter show, Tucker on Twitter, gained about 80, 80 million views by 2 p.m. last Wednesday. The former Fox News host, in a roughly 10-minute video posted Tuesday, captioned episode one, claimed that the Ukraine was to blame for the destruction of massive dam in Russian occupied territory that caused widespread flooding. The one-time top-rated talk show host, on U.S. cable television, said that he hoped Twitter would be the shortwave radio under the blankets with no gatekeepers. Quote, if that turns out to be false, we'll leave, he said. Twitter owner Elon Musk tweeted after Carlson's posted his video that it would be great to have shows from all parts of the political spectrum on this platform. View count is actually understated as it does not include anything from our API, for example, tweets, you see in Google search results or on Bloomberg terminals. Must get it before conceding. Uh, it simply counts if you saw the post on the X Twitter app or via web browser. Not how long you watch. Fox News Media and its top-rated host, Carlson, agreed to part ways in late April, less than a week after the company, Fox uh, Corp., settled the defamation lawsuit for 787 0.5 million dollars to the domino voting machines that are corrupt and use China parts. Crazy. Fox News, you're so disappointing. Comer. Comer, next headline. Comer, FBI's Ray, contempt of Congress hearing planned for Thursday. So the FBI refu refused to turn over unclassified whistleblower document Monday to House Oversight Chair James Comer. The July 30th, 2020 document is purported to allege a $5 million bribery scheme on behalf of then-Vice President Joe Biden and his family 
with the adversarial foreign country. After Monday's FBI stiff-arming, Comer announced that there is a, a House hearing planned for Thursday to weigh holding FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress. Comer made the announcement in the Capitol Hill News Conference outside the secure information facility. He was shown, but not given the document, allegedly because it is a key piece of an ongoing investigation. That's always their excuse. Always their excuse. Today, FBI officials confirmed that the unclassified FBI-generated record has not been disproven and is currently being used in an ongoing investigation. Comer said in a statement after the secure viewing of the document, quote, the confidential human source who provided information about then-Vice President Joe Biden being involved in a criminal bribery scheme is a trusted, highly credible informant who has been used by the FBI for over 10 years and has been paid over six figures. These are facts and no amount of spin and frankly lies from the White House or congressional Democrats can change this information. The FBI again refused to hand over the unclassified record to the custody of the House Oversight Committee and we will now initiate contempt of Congress hearing this Thursday. Congress said this is the assumption that the investigation is being conducted in Biden's home state of Delaware. FBI has said it would produce the document in a secure location inside the U.S. Capitol for Comer and the panel ranking member, uh, Jamie Raskin. At issue is an internal FBI document known as an FD-10-1023, which agents use to record unverified tips and information they receive from confidential human sources. The FBI says such documents can contain uncooperated and incomplete information. And that documenting the tip ha does not validate it. By offering to provide access to the requested document in combination with briefings to offer context, the FBI has agreed in good faith to give the committee all the information it originally asked for and more. The FBI wrote in a statement, the common sense protections the FBI has requested to maintain the credibility or the confidentiality of that sensitive information are routinely employed both in response and congressional requests and in a court in criminal proceedings to protect the physical safety of sources and the integrity of the investigation. Homer responded to the FBI con concession by suggesting it would not be sufficient to prevent him from moving forward with contempt, saying anything short of producing the document to the committee would not be in compliance with the subpoena. A contempt of Congress charge will be required a full committee vote before going to the House floor. Homer subpoenaed Wari earlier this month seeking a specific FBI form. In May 3rd, a letter to Ray with Senator Chuck Grassi, Homer said, it has come to our attention the Bureau has such a document that describes alleged criminal, criminal schemes involving Biden and foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions when Biden was vice president and includes a precise description about it. So, man, the lawmakers used the word alleged three times in the opening paragraph of the letter and offered no evidence of the diversity of the accusations or any details about whether they counted or highly credible unclassified whistleblower disclosure. The White House has called the subpoena effort 
further evidence of how congressional Republicans long have been lobbying unfounded, unproven political motive attacks, of course, against the Biden family without offering evidence for their claims or evidence of decisions influenced by anything other than U.S.-centered. Uh, yeah, we're just worried about, oh, I don't know, the American people in America? And, yeah. So, former Vice President Michael Pence made it official. He is declaring his campaign for president in 2024. Also, Ron DeSantis has made it official. He's running for it in 2024. Here's my shock face. News coming. News coming with both of these guys. And you know what? Let them go. Let them do it. Let them run. Let them lose. Let them lose hard. Very hard. It, it's ridiculous. Nike. Last headline. Nike to platform. To platform. Now, Nike shoes. To platform child gender reassignment surgeon. Surgeon. Wow. Nike is planning to host a physician that has performed gender reassignment surgeries on ad adolets for the athletic wear company's LGBTQ pride celebration this month. According to a leaked email obtained by Daily Wire reporter Spencer LeQuist, Dr. Blair Peters of the Oregon Health and Science University will speak to Nike employees at a panel discussion on July 11th. The event will be held on behalf of Nike United, a network of worker groups that serve as the company's diversity, equality, and inclusion arm. This summer, the Nike Unite Pride Network has the honor of once again spotlighting and celebrating the past, present, and future of our global LGBTQ community. Email read, wow. Our programming, uh, coinciding with Juneteenth, <laughs> the end of slavery in the United States, focuses on an intersectional progress, connection, and celebration. In a since-removed Twitter post from April 2022, Peters admitted to performing the surgeries on minors. Another YouTube video still on the OHSU channel shows Peter making similar comments. Quote, I performed gender-affirming uh, mascocopies for three young adults and adolescents today. Peter wrote in a deleted post, all had supportive parent presentation. You could see the family relief the second we wheeled back to the old R. Whatever. I could sense the shift. We made it. We have a chance, he added. Two days after Peter is set to participate in the panel to discuss policies impacting the transgender community, Nike will begin its family-friendly drag story time to countenance the several other events. In addition, Nike is preparing to unveil a gender-inclusive kids' apparel, the email shows. The news comes as some Americans have voiced backlash to the woke drift in companies, most notably boycotting Anheuser-Busch for featuring transgender TikTok star Daylin in uh, advertisement. Target has also been hit, hit by the wave. 
losing $9 million in one week. Thank you guys so much. I said we need to boycott Target and get these guys off the map. $9 billion loss in one week. You guys are amazing. Let's continue to do it. I want them out of business. We will find jobs for the good employees there that don't want to fool with the strangers or stuff. $9 billion in a week. Amazing. Let's go. Let's double it. Let's triple it next week. Let's do it. All right, folks. That is all the time I do have for today's episode. I want to thank you all for listening to the Red Pill Grand News Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, folks, God bless and God bless America. Thank you guys so much.